This podcast was recorded at the Moot Eucharist on the 16th of October 2011, where Ian Mosby explores the themes of prayer in difficult times. He was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us, and do not bring us to the time of trial. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine has arrived, and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask. Ask and it will be given to you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives and everyone who searches finds. For everyone who knocks the door will be opened. going to do a short meditation on that text of the Lord's Prayer. What difference does it make for you to call God Father, Abba? people find it easy, others find it difficult because of the way they have experienced their own father. Others again find that in God that they have a real father, one in which they can trust. What is your experience? of the Father.
What do you think what it means to pray? Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. safe to ask God to give us each day our daily bread or is it up to us to get our daily bread for ourselves Sometimes you might wonder to yourself, what is this prayer business I am doing now? Why am I doing it? What do I get out of it? Is my prayer at all like the prayer Jesus taught his disciples? Listen again to the reading now in the light of those questions. He was praying in a certain place and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us. And do not bring us to the time of trial. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Finally, talk to God in your own words what after all of this what would you like to say to God what is the prayer that wells up in your heart
certain place. And after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Abba, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us. And do not bring us to the time of trial. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. So why pray and meditate? Well, I want to argue that prayer and teaching on prayer has been distorted by our context of consumptive gratification. I've heard some very bad teaching on prayer in other churches where God is reduced to some form of heavenly shopping assistant providing for our earthly and spiritual needs. So prayer is more than just telling God what to do. I want to categorically challenge this and we need to be careful about how we see prayer because we are distorted by our over-dependence on being consumeristic regarding prayer. The context of the familiarity of the text that we've just listened to is striking. The disciples have come to ask Jesus about prayer because they have heard teaching on it by John the Baptist and they have been moved seeing Jesus' commitment to prayer on many occasions. 
Jesus' answer to the disciples' question gave us the gift of the Lord's Prayer. And in it, we see the elements of relational intimacy. The relational to the transcendent Father, the relational to the indwelling of the Spirit, and later of Christ, and God's concern for our sustenance and endurance. It is no coincidence the prayer starts with the intimate cry of the heart, Abba, which is an unrestrained expression of love. The ability to address the transcendent creator as Abba is an incredible and beautiful privilege. Hallowed, holy, sacred, loving. Here we begin to see naming of the Holy Trinity, that prayer is about joining in with the Trinity, who is in constant prayer with the other elements of the Godhead. Kingdom, because we are participants in the Missio Dei, the mission of God, who is seeking to restore all things back into right relationship with God. And we are called to live out the values of the invisible kingdom of God as, we, as us, the visible, imperfect church. And then to the intimate, and here we see the expression of intimacy and the truth of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and after the resurrection, the indwelling of Christ. We are called to get beyond our locked-inness where we are obsessed with our ego, our thinking and our feeling, and reach for the Christ consciousness which is deep within us when we are temples to the Holy Spirit through being disciples of Christ. When we get beyond our obsession with the surface or rational consciousness by getting beyond our thinking and feeling and rational ruminations, we can enter the true journey of prayer, which John Main famously said is about about because Jesus shared in our humanity and in our prayer, the journey of prayer is simple to find the way to open our human consciousness to Jesus' human consciousness. I really like that idea about prayer, about joining in, in Christ's consciousness. Not only do we have communion with God, but we also join God in prayer to the divine, which Jesus always saw in terms of Abba, a respectful yet loving term of endearment to God the Father or Creator. When we do that, we will find there is a point when we no longer talk of my prayer, but join Christ in his prayer to the Father through the Holy Spirit. This is the true hunger of deep prayer. Once you have experienced this level of intimacy in prayer, there's no going back to shopping list prayers or anything else that goes by the name of prayer. Only through this level of the prayer of love will we truly endure in the time of trial, which I think many of us are experiencing right now in the uncertainty of our times. So the Lord's Prayer, this form of deep prayer, if it is going to help us maintain a kingdom perspective, living out of our hearts with openness to God and wonder at the gift of life, requires us to be disciplined for our own well-being. Many who know me know that self-discipline is not always one of my greatest gifts. I have at times drifted into being more of a constant administrator in this job rather than being a priest. And when I do that, I neglect my own need of intimacy to and with God. And I become aware that I lose any sense of a Christ-centred consciousness. Suddenly the world becomes a threatening and scarce place. When I neglect to pray and receive from God... 
I start to wake up in my bed every day and the first thing I fear, feel is fear. And that suddenly the world feels a very scarce place and God feels very distant. Not because these are true, but because I have stopped reorientating myself towards the kingdom. Because I have stopped focusing on the kingdom and God and only see the surface of the world. So when I don't pray, the world fears, feels fearful, godless and scarce. And to be frank, when I do that, I become utterly overwhelmed and unhappy. However, when I do pray and meditate, meditate and take exercise, and it's a big thing for me, suddenly I encounter a God of love who loves me just the way I am. I see that the world and the cosmos are in abundance of God, not in materialism, but in God, and that all my needs in the day are provided for in the detail of my daily life. So to be blunt, when we do not pray, the world, London and life becomes overwhelming because I am literally making myself blind. This is why meditation and prayer are vital for our well-being. Generally, we in the West are totally stuck in our heads. And when we do this and neglect our need for prayer, we find life much harder than it needs to be. The truth is that at the heart of our mysterious cosmos is a God of love that seeks to nourish us, our Abba, who seeks to enrich our lives with a Christ-given consciousness through prayer that helps us not to be blind to the spiritual depth of life, but helps us to grow up, helps us to be adult and not self-neglecting, to find a greater and spiritual way to reorientate our lives and our well-being in this new but not fully yet kingdom of God that will lead us through the times of trial and help us not to be overly defended. That's the consequence of living in a scarce world, that we become incredibly defended. And the gospel is challenging us in all generosity and in love to become undefended, no matter what life might throw at us. So prayer as gift then is like an oasis in the desert, that through it we can receive intimacy, the nutrients and life-giving sustenance. But if we neglect it, then we allow a desert to take root within us. Then our lives will look and feel like that desert, scarce, where many parts and dreams and hopes become absent. So the choice is actually ours about whether we are driven enough and disciplined enough to seek to put prayer into our incredibly busy lives. And I can certainly say in the last year, my life has been transformed by learning to meditate more. Um, And so I can highly, highly recommend it. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Moot Community Podcast. If you'd like more information on who we are and what we do, please visit www.moot.uk.net. Thank you.